everyone dreams of living an uncommon life. And the best asset you have to achieve your dreams is you. Welcome to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. We're going to introduce you to people who are living uncommonly. We're also going to give you some tools and strategies for building wealth and for pursuing an uncommon path that is uniquely right for you. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Uncommon Wealth Podcast, where I'm your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Coming back at you. Just Aaron and I. New year, fresh new look. This is good. Happy 2024. Yeah. This was a crazy year. It was a crazy year. And one that I would do again. Yeah. As crazy as it was, how hard it was, I would do it again. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people in my position and our position would be like, I don't want to do that again. And it was challenging, but it was also refining and good. There's so much growth that came out of it. Yes. That growth that just doesn't come for just being complacent and sitting in one spot. No. I mean, I, I know this is always like a touche statement, but like diamonds are made under pressure. And I'm not saying we're diamonds, but like you got to be put underneath pressure to grow. And yeah. But then to appreciate yeah. what you have. 100%. And the people that are around you, everything. Yeah. I could do a whole podcast on just that alone of yeah. like the things we learned, the trials and and challenges and obstacles we had to overcome. It was quite significant. Uh, but I feel like we're on the tail end of kind of coming out of the corner hot, you know, yeah, <laughs> accelerating out of the corner, <laughs> uh, might not have come into the corner very good or prepared, but you know, that it is what it is. It is what it is. You just take it. And, but I think it's cool. Cause like, I feel like for the first time, I don't know about you, but for the first time I feel like, man, you can really see, I don't think that the painting is pictured and it's clear, but there is a clear direction that we're heading. Yes. And the direction that we're heading is far better than it ever has been. Yeah. Right? Can I get an amen? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that has obviously come with a lot of just hard work, sacrifice, yeah. all the things that I think make you who you are today. Like we've always said, like if you really think about your history, the good times are also amazing. Yeah. But they don't teach you as much as the hard times. No. And so I feel like 2023 was, uh, we were learning so at much a fast, quick pace. Yeah. Uh, and one that I, again, I would go back and do it again. If I needed to make 2024 the same as 2023, I know that we're going to be even better in 2025. Yeah. Right? So that's the part where I kind of get excited. So yeah. Today, we're talking about kind of the past, the year in the past. Um, we're talking about the markets, what we think and our projections are for the 2024 year. Yeah. Kind of fun. Um, we're going to actually, at the end of this, we're shooting this full transparency on uh, December 20th of 2023. So about, what, 11 days before the first of the new year. So we've pulled some numbers uh, and then we're also going to say, hey, this is where the market is today. And then at the end of this year, we're going to go back and reference this podcast and say, Aaron, kind of like in the football or like you're watching football and they go around like, who do you think is going to be? Who do you think is going to be? Kind of like that. Um, both Aaron and I are going to do it. Again, it's election year. We also have Olympics that are uh, coming down this year. So a lot kind of going forward here. But what is our predictions? What has kind of happened in the past? Um, and, and go from there. So. Uh, that's all this podcast is. It's good old Aaron and I hanging out, having fun. Microphones in our <laughs> in front of us. So here we go. Where do you want to start? Oh man, I just, let's just go over like the year, to recap it. Okay. All right. From like a market perspective, like a 
Like how we manage money or what? It's just like, yeah, how we manage money. Okay. And then uh, how it's changed and how yeah. it's Yeah. Going. So, um, So at the beginning of last year, I feel like our philosophy was more over to hire money managers to manage our clients' accounts. Yep. And after doing some research and also seeing the history of those money managers, realizing like, I feel like we can make things less expensive for our clients for fee perspective. Yeah. And we can get into the same kind of investments in a, in a, in a more cost effective way. Yeah. Um, and then, so start kind of having this feeling and, and, and working and it's been really fun to work with Aaron because we're both kind of like coming to this realization and then also having Brian, Brian was a part of the team yeah. at that point. And so working through all of that, um, we could start seeing some writing on the wall where maybe we're not lined up as, as equally as we thought we were. Yeah. And so around March, um, Brian, we, we bought Brian out of the practice yep. and, uh, kind of went off and. And started conquering this, this uh, whitewater ourselves. And thinking of trying to manage our clients' money on top of that was daunting. So daunting. Daunting. Which is like funny because like, to back up a little bit more, like it's funny because I know when I met you, both of us were pretty about like, no, that's, like I don't ever foresee us doing this. Yes. Right. Right. Like third-party money managers. This is what our jam. That's right. what we're going to do. And I would say the industry seems to be going more and more to money management. Yes. Um, and so, you know, and we all know Philip. as yeah. soon as a lot of people are going one way, the fish is going to swim up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but I think for our industry, that's, a, there's a few things you got to look at when everything's getting pushed one way. It's a why. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Like follow the money. Kind yeah. Of thing. Follow the money. And, so one of your mentors and friends, mm-hmm. I know, is he said something to me that just blew up my perspective. And it's funny because it's so simple. Because I have another mentor that has been preaching this to me forever, and it never clicked. But like, anyways, your friend, he goes, how many hands are in your client's pot? Mm-hmm. A cookie jar. Yes. He used cookie jar. Yes. He goes, it's your job to get as many hands out of that cookie jar for your client. Right. So that they get the max return. Oh, I love that you said that because then we started doing some analyzing and like checking to see how many hands were in the cookie jar. Yeah. And we saw the one of the biggest hands were these money managers. Yeah. And they were getting access to the same things that we have access to, but they were just kind of placing things and trying to actively manage money or like get in the yep. market, get out of the market. And so we started kind of like really honing in on like, but what's our philosophy moving forward? Yeah. And that's when both Aaron and I realized that staying in the market in a portfolio that is commensurate to your risk tolerance is the way that we wanted to manage people's money. Yep. It's not this get out, get in, get out, get in. Yeah, we're not timing the market. We're not timing the market. And the reason why I feel like we kind of landed on this philosophy is because when you time the market, you have to get out at the right time, which, okay, but then you have to get in at the right time. Yeah. And now we're talking about some real feelings that we're putting in this. Yeah. So I know that a lot of people said, Hey, set your, set it and forget it kind of philosophy. I hate that mentality. Yeah. You never should forget your money no. for the record, especially here at uncommon wealth, but you should be taking the emotion out of it. Yep. Right. And you should put your money into an account where you're okay with the roller coaster. It's going to go on. Yeah. Up, down, sideways. And there's ways that you can do different calculations to see what it's going to be down. So that's both Aaron and I kind of landed on this and said, all right, we're going to go, 
out and do this for our clients ourselves, knowing that it's going to benefit our clients. And that's something that I feel like you've done a really good job of. It's like, if it benefits our clients, we'll do it. Yeah. And we, we all have our own obstacles and challenges that we have to overcome. But I do feel like you and I are both very unified. It's like, Hey, I hate doing that, but if it's for my clients and a benefit for them, we're doing it. Yeah. And, and we, we end up liking it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So, cause that's, it's so funny to say this and I don't, I never thought I'd be someone that enjoyed managing portfolios. Right. I'm like, no, I don't think that's my thing. I don't think it's my jam. I know guys that like live and eat that and they love it. I'm like, we are not like, we are not in sync, but, but when it comes down to like, wow, this like helps clients so much. And then you get into it and you learn a lot of other stuff and learn. And, but you're, I'm like, actually, I really enjoy this mm-hmm. because it brings so much value. You yes. know, you're saving your clients a lot of money because it is that you start seeing, I, I'm going to bosh this statistic, but it was something about like every 1% of fees is like 10 years of income in retirement. Oh, wow. Something like that. I don't hold me to that, listeners. Like it, it's something like that. Just give you an idea. Like fees, it so, matters. Fees it, matter. Fees matter. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh man, if we can cheapen it up, it really helps people long term. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to this because I do feel like it's something to address. At the end of the day, Brian, I would say Brian and I didn't have the same philosophy in this, and it was just something that we just had to walk through. And yeah. Through. But. Aaron and I are not the people who are like, analytically, I want to go and try to figure out the whole market, right? Yeah. And so what did we do? We reached out to mentors. Oh, yeah. Because mentors, we always said, is the cheat code of life. Yes. And so why not practice what we preached? And we did. Yeah. We found some great ones that said that they would not only help us, but they would be like, we'll help you learn the systems and the processes. And like, one thing Aaron and I can do is we can follow a process. Yeah. And so we were like, all right, let's do it. And kind of had some faith in the the mentors, but uh, it was life giving and they still to this day pour into us, which help our clients. So, you know, I got into this industry because I always said I just never knew there, there was anybody good in the industry. There freaking is. There is. I, mean, I will say it's rare. It's rare. Yeah. But there is. There in, is. And in any industry, right? Especially when you're trying to be uncommon, there's, there's just a way that you look at your own industry. You're like, oh, we could do better. And there's probably some pride in that. I'll yeah. be honest, right? Uh, but also, both Aaron and I want to have the best financial services company ever. Yeah. And and so we're going to do it. And if it means to in 2023 we need to change and do things right to make it less expensive but more efficient for our clients, we're going to do it. Yeah. And we did it. And we found some people to help us. Yes. So that's just amazing. Cool. Like I, I know I can say this for you because like you will back this, but... I always tell people, if I'm the same advisor now mm-hmm. uh, that I am in five years, next year, and 10 years, then fire me. Right. Because we got to be constantly learning. Yeah. And, and constantly growing, getting better. Adapting. Yeah. I think that's so good because there's a pride there that's like, I know everything. And the answer is you don't. You and don't. because of things are so changing, ever changing, for you to say that you do, I would say, isn't a person that I want to be around. No, because I think that the people that I know that I respect that are very smart. If you tell, if you tell them like, Oh dude, you're so smart. I'm like, no, I'm not. Right. And I read a book and it talked about how once you hit a certain level of intelligence, you learn about how not smart you are. Yeah. How much you, more knowledge there is. Yeah. How much yeah. more you, how much you just don't know. Right. And so anyways, okay. So as we were kind of going through this, we got through the buyout, which wasn't easy. 
Yeah, which you were super gracious, which I'm still saying, I'm like, man, you got a big heart. uh, To surround yourself with the right people is instrumental. Because I'll give Aaron kudos. There was one time where I was like up to my eyeballs. I was like, I remember the day I was sitting on the couch, like looking off and like just kind of looking in the distance, but like not looking at anything. Yeah. And I remember being at least there enough to text the whole team of like, I'm not doing well. Like, not sure I have a a laundry list of to-do lists to do and I can't get off the couch. Yeah. I can't figure out what to do next. And that was a long and short of the text that I texted the team. And I remember what Aaron said, which was so interesting because I think, you know, you can call it as, I think God used you in that moment. And Aaron said, it's fine. Keep sitting there. Relax. We'll take the rest. Yeah. Like, we'll do the rest. And like, it was that, that exact kind of statement that was like, huh, maybe I can get up. Like now, instead of somebody who's like, no, we need you. Like, don't go down on us. Like yeah. that would put, put more pressure on me. But the fact that you were like, Hey, no, keep sitting there was exactly what I needed to be like, well, okay, maybe I'll go do something. You know? Yeah. So, so it's really good to just surround yourself with the right people. Here's another thing that I think that we started refining in 2023 to move on is we've always said that you are your best asset. Yeah. But I feel like in years past, we at Uncommon Wealth would try to help you be your best asset instead of kind of leading, letting you lead. And then we would help put a plan behind you. Yeah. I felt like we would give people ideas um, and try to bring value by casting or, or, or giving some dream yeah. that, oh, here's another dream. Here's another idea. Here's another great, grandiose thing. And I don't feel like that's our, that's not where we sit. Yeah. We believe you're your best asset. We will also show you how to use your own money to go chase things that you really want to do yes. and pursue your dreams. But all while we're going to have a solid financial plan behind it yeah. to show you like if you do X or you do Y, we're going to show you that it's actually beneficial to do so. Yeah, we're going to help you be as strategic as possible yes. about going after that. Yes. Now, I love that word strategic. But we're also going to do things fairly historically, like we're going to try to do things that aren't that sexy with your money. Yeah. We don't need to, right? We're going to make sure they're liquid. We're going to make sure that it's proven historically. And we're going to just manage people's money in such a way. Yeah. We're not going to tie it up in some kind of annuity. And we're kind of generalizing here, but for the most part, we're not worried about big commissions here at Uncommon Wealth. We want to try to set people off in a way that like, we're right here. If you need something, if your plan doesn't come out correct or if you hit an obstacle that you can't overcome we're right here yeah right and so that's what we started to kind of change and evolve like our clients are their best asset we're just a tool that can help them kind of course their direction and path through this uncommon territory Um, so i felt like that was a really healthy transition that we've made instead of giving people grandiose ideas hey no here here's what we're going to do with your money And if something changes, we're right here. Yeah. But uh, here's the financial plan that we just kind of shown that we're all excited about. Yep. And we all know things change, which is fine. Yeah. And then we're just going to adjust the plan. Yep. But we don't need to have some new idea for people every time we sit down in front of them. No. No, because the the new idea is the fact that you are your best asset. Mm -hmm. You're going to invest in yourself. And then the money... Like, for instance, investing or something, that's just a byproduct of getting your money to work harder for you to reach to better invest in yourself. Yes. So, like, by, by, by doing that, like you said, like, we're not going to come up with some grand idea or lock your money up. I mean, 
if you're our client, we're looking to have work with people that want to work with us long term. Mm-hmm. Like we want to be with you at the, till the end. Right. And the thing is, if we want to be with you till the end, that means if whatever we recommend or what we're doing, if you ain't way better off, you know because we ain't there. Right. Like because right. we want to win with you. Like, exactly. So that was, I think, a really amazing transition we had we made but it wasn't easy because we were always the people who sit in front of somebody like here's another good idea like we don't need any more good ideas okay you're you're a good idea whatever your idea is was great yeah let's figure out how to like complement that idea that was it it's like feeding off the influencers right now i feel like it's one of those things because you're so gifted at like being able to like collect people bring people lead people and you can only like there's only so much time in a day to like create something Mm mm-hmm and so the, the client needs to come to us with the idea that they're passionate about. Yes. And they're going to focus in on building. Yes. Because you, you hear so many, I see it on my Instagrams and stuff. Oh, build something, sell it, go off and build another thing. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, who are these people that can just build something so fast? And they make it look so easy. Yeah. I was like, I've been working on this one thing for 10 years. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, and I'm not up to a point where I can like sell for these like ginormous amount of money. Right. To where I think like, I'm going to start over. No, no, no. I still got some building to do and then I'm going to coast. Yes. And to be honest with you, it just doesn't match up with our personality. Yeah. And like, we've been doing this for quite some time. Yeah. And we're going to be doing it for quite some time. Yeah. And I feel like there is some safety in that of like, I'm not trying to create something brand new to sell next week. Yeah. Like there is a tried and true thing that I think what we are doing here on Commonwealth is going to be bigger than we ever thought it could be. Yeah. But we have to right now just, as we hit chop wood and carry water. Yes. Chop wood, carry water. (laughs) Uh, That's another thing I felt like in 2023 was really good is just focus on the basics. Focus, focus on the small things and let those small things add up to something great. Yeah. It's not something great. The silver bullet. It's the small things done repetitively day after day and finding joy in those. Yeah. That gives a byproduct that's something bigger than you ever thought. Yes. And it's going to take time. And you can't circumvent time. You can't. But you can enjoy it. Yes. And that's the part where, like, I know I've done a podcast on this. And, like, I feel like God just kind of reinforced it. Like, nope. Like, go back. Try it again. He does that all the time. The big guy, I swear he's a comedian. Uh, But, uh, yeah. And I think that's the thing that we're trying to do is, like, I want to go against, like you said, going against the current. Yeah. Right now, society is pushing everybody to find the silver bullet, be this lucky one, be the Amazon. No, no, no. Look, stop. Warren Buffett says it the best. The things that need to be are like, you know, true and time tested are not sexy. Right. It takes time. Now, continually to chop wood, carry water, do the little things and let it compound, it turns into something that's pretty sexy. Right. But. You got it. It takes time. Everything takes time. Yes. I love it. And then, so I would say that it's been a challenge because as we know, I am competitive Yeah, to not see the scoreboard and see it adding up to wins Yeah, uh, and, and financially like, oh, we're killing it. Well, but that's not the point. That's that makes sense. Point, yeah. At least this is what in 2023 I've learned. For me, it's about the process and doing the right thing in front of one person at a time. Yeah. And following up and being a man of my word and having integrity and all those little things add up to something big. And so super grateful for the team that also feels the same way. Aaron, 
Um, and at the end of the day, like if one of our clients ask us to do something to help them, we'll do it. Yeah. Even if it's means sacrificing. I mean, so I, it's funny cause I know both of us, I don't know how many times throughout the year call each other and be like, well, I did it again. Yeah. It was like yeah. someone asked for help. They need help. And I know we don't really have the bandwidth, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, and it's fun. And I love it. Cause like, I know we're calling each other to apologize, but in the end, but I swear, I don't, I think every single time it's like, cool, let's do it. You yes. know, like, like we know we like we told each other because we'll have a moment like we got to stop doing this stuff, <laughs> right? But we can't like it's just who right. we are. We like we want to help people. That's right. So twenty twenty three has been a good year in the market. I'll say that. Yeah. Um. Twenty twenty two was not. Twenty twenty two sucked. Yeah. It was. It was a interesting year because it felt like you were a monkey and you could pick the right thing because they were just going up. And then twenty twenty two happened, and we realized that maybe some of our clients were in the wrong portfolio. Yeah. Were in the wrong risk tolerance. And so we have implemented, we've talked about this before, but it's data points. Yep. It's this company that helps our clients try to figure out what portfolio that we should be managing their money yeah. in a very unemotional um, way. Yep. Here's the process. Fill this out. We're going to look at it. It kind of gives us a, a idea of how to invest your money. Ask you like really weird questions. Yep. Which I think our clients are okay about. Like I, I appreciate I, I'll say that like, but like it's funny. Some of my very analytical clients mm, don't love it don't love it but because it, it's a very psychological based yeah so there's a lot of different ways you can think about the answer right and they don't like that but like the mass majority of people it's it, yeah like, like this is an example <clears throat> and i don't know if this i guarantee this question i can't guarantee isn't in this but it's like do you speed you know it, it, like yeah no okay like yes. that does tell us something right like yep. oh, maybe not that risky or so that's deducing a lot of things and try to try triangulate your risk tolerance. Yep. So that's what we use now. And that's, I think have been a huge blessing for us, especially when we go to then manage people's money, we have a system to go back to. Yep. There's, it's not emotional. And the reason why we did this is because I think in the past, maybe uh, we were just like, Oh yeah, you're, uh, you're high risk. Great. We'll put you in this portfolio. Yeah. Or, you know, this is what we're going to do, but I don't know if people were really high risk or it just felt good because the market was going up. We just want to get. I think it's because we just had the longest bull run, like coming off the longest bull run in history. Everyone's right. like, I'm risky because yeah, everyone loves these great returns. Yeah, right. But when we had 2022 hit, everyone's. I don't think I'm this risky, right? Because and then they see their portfolio and they're mm-hmm. not so happy. That's like because now they're sick. They want to go to the sidelines, right? And we have had some of them that have gone to the sidelines after 2022, and they never they haven't got back in. They haven't got back in. It's hard because now the market's up. What do we do? Yeah, like, like the, it's just hard. Yeah. To, now they're in this like, okay, you got to get out and you got to get back in the right time. It's nearly impossible to win that game. And if you watched, I mean, I know in my office I got CNBC like stock market going, and it feels like every other day, like you're never seeing green consistently. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing right. a lot of red and stuff like that. So you right. can start feeling like, oh, this year was daunting. This year wasn't daunting. We're mm-hmm. we're finishing it up and it's looking pretty good. Pretty good. Right. So, yeah, it's fascinating. But I do think that it's nice to take the emotion out of it to help manage the emotion. Exactly. Because that's our job. Yep. And if we can just keep you in the market, it seemed historically to be the best bet. Yep. I mean, because I, so I read a fact for like a 60-40 portfolio, you have in the first year, you have one out of five chance to lose money. Hmm. If you go all the way out to... 
15 years in a 60-40 portfolio, you have less than a 1% chance that you lose wow. money. Wow. So it shows you like how you can't time in the market is something you can't and staying in the market and staying in the market. Yeah. And that means like, you know, people always like, Oh, if you, if you lose 50%, it takes 150% to like come back. It's like, yes, but like the t- the thing is, is you're in the market, the market, like those shares go down they come back and then if they're above it the way they were. That means you came back with it. Uh-huh. So it's good. Uh, so that's one of the things that I think that we learned in 2023. Anything else you can think of? Man, I don't know. I just mine's just the appreciation of being here. It's so funny because, like, I mean, you as our leader, it's fun to like watch. I know. I always thought I was a pretty good communicator for the most part. Because I think all of us financial advisors, like, we're on the front lines. We love being in front of people talking. But then, how many times do I have to call you all the time? Like, hey, how would you say this? Or like, just getting your opinion on it. So it's really nice to have you leading us and. Yeah. That. You do a lot of good things, and I like. I've always stated I love people, and I, I've taken personality tests. And I'm like, I'm like, like protectors a big one on there, but uh, it's fun because to me, I can see that I navigate to people that like, as for leadership that like beat me and things, and like hmm. your care for people is like. Hmm. Uh, me being also competitive, it's like, I hate saying this, but I want to say it. It's like, I think it beats mine. And it was just like, it's like, dang it, but it levels me up. And that's why you're the leader. So that's great. Appreciate but that. That's why 2023, I think it's fun and super fun to see where it's going to go. Yeah, it is. I will say this before we went through this whole transition with Brian and the year. Yeah. I could see the writing on the wall that we are going to have a hard year. And I went to each one of our team singly and individually and just said, listen, if we are in a little life, a little raft, yeah. we're going down a, a river. We can't see what's around this next bend. Yeah, but we can hear it, and it's white water and it's gnarly. Yeah, and uh, I'm not. Uh, you never signed up for this. Is basically what I said. I know, this like, is my second year. I think this. I just yeah, hit my anniversary. Right. Like, yeah, and I don't. I mean, no one really signed up for this. Yeah, um, and so went to each one of them. Like our. I'll, I'll paddle over to the side of the shore and try to get you off this boat before yeah. we go around this bend. And every one of them was, every one of our team was like, give me the paddle. Like, yeah. which was so encouraging. But as we were going through it, oh man, it doesn't constitute how hard it was. It was. And like, yeah. you really can't, f- you can't even fathom how much pressure I felt like we had yeah. in the middle of it, you know? And it, at that point, anybody still could have tapped out, but it would have been really hard. And oh, everybody's yeah. still here. Yeah. That was here in the boat before the rapids. Yep. And one thing that like really changed not only our practice, but I think the industry in and of itself was TD getting purchased by Charles Schwab. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. One of the biggest financial uh, transactions in the history of this industry. Yeah. And we had a lot of our clients' money at TD Ameritrade. And so trying to wrestle through all of that, you kind of have, you have a foreshadowing of what could happen. That was something that I was like, ooh, underestimated what ripple effect it would have on our clients. And so we just had to adjust. And at times we had to adjust quickly. Uh, but all of our clients stayed with us, right? Like yeah. that is a huge testimony 
I should say all. I would say the majority of people. For the most with part, us. we've had a couple of lumps. Yep. Along which, the way. of course, we would have. Yeah. And we took them with grace. Yeah. Um, and still great people. Uh, well, them to death. Yeah. I mean, so, a lot of them was just like, they don't understand this side and what like, happened, nor should they. Yeah, right. And so it makes sense. It makes sense. And so that was something that happened. And so we've made some transitions, and I feel like where our clients are now, not only are the best place that we've ever had our clients' money in the last 10 years, but I see a future there of like, this yeah. will, be, will be indefinitely. Please don't get bought out. <laughs> yeah. Where we're at. yeah no, that's more what it is. Cause you know, custodians are always changing, but like yes. here it's always like, Oh, is this the place? You know, is that right but here? It's like, Oh no, this is, this right. looks good now. And we can do things yeah. and strategies that we never could in other places. The fees are super inexpensive for the client. Like there's a lot of things that I think are, are lining up with, you know, you're your best asset. Yeah. We're going to put a plan together. We're going to be the most beneficial for you and try to keep the fees as low as we can. So we can keep serving you and your family for not only today, but tomorrow and the future, Yeah, which I love. Okay. So last thing we wanted to do is just give us a snapshot. We're just going to take the S and P. You okay yeah. with that? Yeah, let's okay. do that. Today, December 20th, 2023. That's not when you're listening to it, but that's when we, we shut the yeah. podcast. The S&P, we're at 4,764.73. That's where it's at today. All right. Or I should say it opened today. Yeah, it opened today. It's not where it's right. closing. Yep. So it opened today at 4,764.73. What do you think is going to happen given that we have a presidential election? We have the Olympics, which there is always something that happens in the market yeah. Olympics. There's always historic history that you can go back and also presidential like things. What do you think will be December 20th next year, 365 days from today? Where do you think it'll open? Oh, man. All right. So you said 4,764. 764.73 if that matters. Seven, three. It does matter, but numbers matter. This will be for lunch too. Whoever gets it right has to pay for the other part. Right. Gets Who's the closest? Lunch pay. Yeah. Who's closest? All, All right. right. It's not like price is right where you can you you can go over and be closer. Yeah. It's just okay, yeah. It's okay. whoever's closest. Yeah, yeah, right. Um so, okay, I want you to write it down so I can't be influenced by yours. Cause that's you would never be influenced by mine. <laughs> you I know, like be. I like. But, all right, hold on. I got to do my numbers here. Okay. Because we, we we just can't like the. There's got to be some some kind of method to this, and then we'll talk through our method, and then we'll. Yeah. All right. So we'll give the numbers here first. All right. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna say it right now. All ready right. for mine? Yep. I think we're gonna be up seven and a half percent. This is nothing. There is no crystal ball. I don't know what compliance things I'm violating at this point. Do not listen to us, but this is what I think. This I think is we're be up seven and a half percent because historically in election year, the market's up. I don't know why it's seven and a half percent because I feel like I was going to do seven. I was like, I feel like we can get more. So, yeah. that's why. so here's my number. 5,122.08. Lock it in. All right. <laughs> this is fun because this is why we work together. I came back. I'm I'm projecting eight percent. Okay, interesting. So mine is not because of the election and that, which that is true too. Mine's because we just came off an amazing return. Mm-hmm. Big and year. so I think that for us to do that twice, mm. especially with everything going on with the feds and stuff, I don't know. So I'm, I'm guessing eight. So mine's five thousand one hundred forty-five point nine. Okay. 
So you heard it here first. Yeah. But this okay, right. but again, compliance wise, this is like speculating. For sure. It's not invest sure. like there's a difference between speculating and investing. Yeah. 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 Anyway, okay, you've been listening to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. Thank you so much just for being part of this community, listening yeah. to this podcast, being a client if you're a client. If you're a future client, can't wait to get a part of this. I can't wait to be a part of your journey. Um, and if you're just a listener and a longtime listener, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to listen to us. It's two just weirdos, I guess. Yeah, so cheers to uh, 2024. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. That's all for this episode brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit uncommonwealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.